Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about one of the most confusing words out there, and that word is sanction. Is it a positive or negative word? Yeah, sanction is a pretty special word because it's both. And there's even a got a fancy name for that. It's called an auto-antonym, which means it's a word with multiple meanings, one of which is the opposite of another. Well, that's an interesting factoid. So when I say to sanction something, I'm either giving it official approval or penalizing someone for an offense. Exactly. It kind of uh, contradicts itself, right? So you have to use it and figure out the context. Right now, if you turn on the news, you might be hearing lots about international or economic sanctions on countries. Here, they're talking about the restrictive measures imposed as a penalty for bad behavior. That was going to be my very first question. What does imposing sanctions on another country actually do? Is it just a powerful slap on the wrist, or does it mean a lot more than that? Is there a good way to ELI-5 sanctions? Yeah, I think there is. Let me try an adaptation of one of the best ELI-5 explanations I've ever seen. So, let's say I'm the parent of two twin five-year-old boys. I also happen to be the primary source of their favorite food, chocolate. So, they can buy chocolate or get chocolate from me with the money they earn from doing chores. Okay. Now, one day, they start fighting. So I tell them, hey, Billy, you can't buy any chocolate from me anymore until you're nice to your brother. So go and say sorry, and I'll let you buy chocolate again. But until then, you'll go without. This is a truly explain like I'm five explanation. So now Billy has three choices. One, go without chocolate. Two, he can go find some maybe in the next town, which is pretty inconvenient, especially for a five-year-old. Or three, he could be nice to his brother. So as simple as that whole scenario sounds, it can actually be used to explain many of the geopolitical sanctions applied to countries today. I want to dive a little bit deeper. Is the answer to my earlier question of whether a sanction is just a slap on the wrist kind of dependent on how valuable the goods or services that are used in the sanctions? Oh yeah, yeah, totally. The more desirable the product and services, the tougher the sanctions are. Who cares if it's broccoli, but if it's chocolate, it hurts, right? So think about some of the things which would hurt for you not to have. For example, iPhones and Facebook are banned in Iran as a part of international sanctions. Why then, for example, has Cuba been able to live with sanctions for so long? Now, Cuba is a really interesting case. So for background, the United States embargo against Cuba began in March 14, 1958. So that makes it one of the longest embargoes in modern history. And in this case, U.S. companies are forbidden from doing any business with Cuba, and Cuban imports are banned in the United States. Travel restrictions are also in place, and most U.S. US citizens are not allowed to travel to Cuba. But I've also heard a lot of people argue that this embargo has failed. Yeah, yeah. So, especially with the former Cuban leader Fidel Castro remaining in power for so long, what happened in this case is Cuba was able to take option number two, basically find other sources of chocolate. And the reason they've been able to do this is that the sanctions were primarily US-led and were not broad or global enough. So Cuba enjoyed Russian support for many decades. And by the time the USSR fell and stopped supporting Cuba, the embargo regime had already kind of greatly weakened. 
What's an example then of a successful sanctions policy? You know, probably uh, Libya. There was a global combination of painful, painful sanctions and other financial inducements that persuaded Qaddafi、uh, to give up the weapons of mass destruction and end his sponsorship of terrorism in the early 2000s. Although, is it fair to say that there are generally more failures than successes? Yeah, probably. You know, Cuba, Iran, North Korea, and Venezuela are examples where it's kind of questionable how well sanctions are working. And people also talk about unintended consequences of sanctions. Oh yes. So remember how I said iPhones were banned in Iran? Well, apparently there are six billion iPhones in Iran. But the question is, who is profiting from getting them into the country? If it's the bad guys who control the flow, this can make the problem for ordinary citizens even worse. Even for our listeners in the U.S., there are effects from sanctions that you might not even be aware of, right? Oh yeah, these are a lot of fun facts.、Uh, you know, it's very hard to get red pistachios in the U.S. Pistachios in the U.S. used to be almost all red, but today they are no longer dyed red as a result of sanctions against Iran that started with the Iran hostage crisis. And there's another interesting example. I believe very few Americans have ever tasted black currants. Oh yes, that's right. The the, the berries, right? Yep.、Um, it's it's not actually quite like a sanction like we've been talking about. But what happened is in 1911, the federal government banned the cultivation, sale, and transport of black currants to basically protect the lin- timber industry.、Uh, the black currant plant it basically acts as a host for this.、Uh, White pine blister rust that basically threatens white pine. Now, black currants are really popular in Europe and places like New Zealand because they're rich in vitamin C, fiber, and other nutrients. But sadly, even though the U.S. ban was lifted by most states in 2003, there's an estimate that only like 0.1 percent of Americans have ever eaten the fruit black currant. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail dot com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got suggestions for the podcast. As always, thank you to the community at r/explainlikeim5, and we will see you all next week.